0: Welcome to the Surrendering in Motherhood podcast. I'm Carly. And I'm Olivia. Each week, you'll hear real conversations between two moms disrupting society's lies about motherhood and children.
1: We'll be sharing personal experiences that will hopefully leave you feeling empowered about the honor that it is to raise children.
0: We don't have it all figured out, and that's okay. Our goal is to help encourage mothers to stand firm and mother with conviction.
1: Hello, listeners. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Surrendering and Motherhood podcast.
0: Welcome back, y'all.
1: All right. So tonight we wanted to expand on our conversation last week. So we spent some time talking about childhood and what the holiday season really means to us. And so Carly and I were going back and forth this week and we just wanted to talk about the whole concept of childhood and childlike faith and childlike joy and how we are being reminded of it in our own lives and how we want to help our children do the same as they grow.
0: Yeah. So the past several episodes, I feel like we've kind of just talked about, reframing, like what things mean and like what childhood means and being a good steward of that and what family means and being a good steward of that. And then obviously last week we spent time talking about our convictions around the holidays and you know, what the world does and then what we feel called to do. And I feel like this is just kind of a continuation of that. And it, it really, it started. So the other day, I was woken in the middle of the night and I try to be careful about being annoyed when that happens because usually when that happens, I'm like, okay, I need to be praying for somebody. So this, there's a reason that this is happening. Mm -hmm. And so for some reason, when it happened, it was like, God was like Carly you're distracted Mm -hmm. and I need you to be still and listen to what I'm trying to tell you. Mm -hmm. And I think this last week, I don't think I realized I was distracted and that's typically what happens. Like when we are distracted is we're just, we're doing the things and going from day to day. And it's not like anything major was happening, but I mean, I had some, things happen and I was overwhelmed by some things. And so it was just like everyday distraction stuff, but it was in the middle of the night where I was, I literally just laid there and I was still and I was quiet. And I mean, first of all, like, think of how purposeful God loves us that he will literally wake us up in the middle of the night to be like, Hey, can you repent and turn back to me? Because what we've been, what's been happening is not working. Like you're distracted. So come on, come on around. Um, and so then after it's amazing, like when we feel confused or overwhelmed or whatever, it's, Typically it means we just need to be quiet. Yes. We need to do less. Yes. We need to be quiet. We need to sit still. We need to get rid of distractions, whatever that looks like. And so it was in the middle of the night when all of these things were coming to my, to my head, reminding me like, I, I am a child of God. So like, Yes we're talking about being a good steward of our children and like what holidays mean for children and like what we should do. And then it was like, God was trying to remind me, no, actually all of y'all are my children. Mm -hmm. And like what that actually means the next day I sent Olivia, (laughs) this like chaotic, (laughs) I was like, I don't know if this makes sense, but listen to what I'm thinking. I'm trying to piece this together because I was relating it to like childlike wonder and how the world has kind of like counterfeited what that means. And like, especially around the holidays, like, oh, this is what it means to have a childlike wonder, you know, childhood. They, they attach all these things to the Christmas season and that's not that's not what being a child of God is,
1: yeah, I think that I mean, we kind of touched on it last time, but what was the word that you used? I said this before we started recording. um it's it's all counterfeit, yeah, like, that's the word that you that you've said to me a few times. People just it's it's all fake, like that's not actually what it's about. We talked about. If people are doing all that, you're missing the whole point because we are. And so when you were sending me that message yesterday, I think that was yesterday. um, It made sense. It was almost like God was trying to remind you, you know, Mm -hmm. like we as adults, we get so caught up and so busy and so distracted. And honestly, sometimes I feel like when we're overwhelmed, we're like, what else can I do to overwhelm myself more so I don't have to sit and be still and think about it? And so that's why we were even saying like, God cares enough that he's like, I'm going to wake you up in the middle of the night. Cause I was trying to try to (laughs) talk to you during the day and you weren't hearing me. And so when your body was still, he was like, okay, now's the opportunity. Yeah. And I do think it's important to reframe our mindset too. If we're woken up in the middle of the night and something is coming up in the middle of the night to be like, okay, why? Why is this happening? What's going on? What do I need to know? What do I need to pray about? What is it? And I think we need those reminders. And I also think that our children and what we include in our family culture, really honestly, it can, it can humble us, it can remind us, it can bring us back to what childlike faith looks like based on what we're bringing into our homes and into our daily mundane life with our kids.
0: I didn't realize it was happening at the time, but the the distraction turned into overwhelm. And so I was trying to get, get back in order. And my default is like, okay, what can I do? Yes. I can do this. I can stop this. I can do this. I can do this. And it was it was like, I was trying to like fall back in that. Like what I do is why God loves me. Mm -hmm. And I, and I wasn't purposefully doing that, but I, I was trying to, in a, in a faulty way, like just clear my head of the distractions and get back a grip of like and everything. And so I was, I was just getting caught up in doing. And I think God waking me up, it was like, Oh, Hey, um, remember I care about your heart. Yes. And so, okay, you can do all of these things. It's great. We, we should be intentional about the words we say and the actions we do and what we don't do and what we say yes to, and what we say no to all of those things are very important, but they are the overflow of what is going on in our heart, mm-hmm. you know, it, and we can't, we can't really get down to the, to the root of what go- is going on if we're not still. Right. You know, it's not something you can achieve your way into okay, you know, because it was, it was turning December. And so I had all these plans about, okay, these advent things I want to do. And I want to read this every night and I want to, oh, this will be special to do with the kids. And, and it was all Jesus focused. It was all the things we talked about last week, but it was still me doing the things when my heart was distracted. Yeah. So I feel like God was just reminding me, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. I really need you to just be still for a moment, rail it in and okay. You know, do, do whatever you feel like you need to do, but like, let's, let's rein it back a little bit. I was like, wait, I am, I am his child. Mm -hmm. So I'm concerned about making sure that my children know the meaning of Christmas and the meaning of Advent and having this be an intentional season. And I'm getting caught up in, me being the adult that I am Mm -hmm. and God was like, Hey, guess what? Carly, you are my child. Yeah. You are my child.
1: Well, I just think about this also ties into what we, what we were talking about in the last few episodes. Think about how, what we've shared about how we grew out of people pleasing and how we realized that we are not what we do and the creed of the beloved, all of that. Mm -hmm. But think about that's like, it's literally you rewiring how you grew up, what, what you used to be like, like, I need to do all of these things for Mm -hmm. God's approval for Mm -hmm. him. And this is not saying you can't do things that obviously please God. That's not what I'm saying, but God doesn't need you to do things all the time to love you, to, to, to care about you. And so I think that sometimes we just get caught back up in that of like, Oh, I have to be doing all of these things. And then I will be loved. Then I will be worthy. Then I will be, I will get that approval. And you just needed that reminder to, to, to not have to do all those things that you are worthy as you are, because you are a child of God. And Mm -hmm. sometimes I think we just get so caught up that we, we forget, or we get we, I think it also has to do with like this idea that we have control of things, you know, that and we, we kind of just, that can be a default that we fall into, to like, I have control of this. I have control of that. What can, what can I do
0: when it doesn't have to be that way? Yeah. And it it's just, it's, it's crazy because this doesn't happen on purpose. It's not um, like anybody is like, oh, hey, this week I'm going to be so distracted and I'm going to be... <laughs> Like nobody <laughs> does this on purpose. We sit here and talk about how important it is for us to be intentional and to be, and we are intentional. And so mm-hmm. even being intentional, this stuff still happens. Yeah. Like we are all human beings. Mm-hmm. It It is never going to look like everything you hope it looks like all of the time. Life happens. Stuff happens. Seasons happen. Like hormones happen. Like there's so many things that go into play. And it's like, I just, I don't know. I, I just started thinking about the, you know, we, we talked last week about you know, the things about the, wor- the world does with Christmas and how it takes away the meaning and all of that stuff. And so then I'm like, we can, we can redeem and preserve what it means to be a child of God. And especially during this season, like what a better time yeah. to to understand what that actually means. Yeah. You know, and it, yeah, we talk about the creed of the beloved all of the time, but like saying those words, like I text you those words. I said those Mm -hmm. words over you today. Yeah. Like we're, we're, we, we think about our kids and being intentional about our kids and making holidays meaning for, for our kids. But we're like, wait, we need this stuff too. Like we are God's children, I think we forget that and you know and and it's easy to forget because we're adults and we have responsibilities and we're responsible for children and you know all of this stuff but it's like god is like i just love the the idea of and i mean god cares so much about children i mean i read you the verse you know matthew 18 Um, Before we started at that time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, so who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? He called a child and had him stand among them. Truly, I tell you, he said, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself like this child is this one is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever welcomes one child like this in my name, welcomes me. Like think about, you know, last week we were talking about the waiting and the spiritual discipline and somber and quiet and all of those things. I think we have to take back the childlike wonder that the world is trying to steal because I think that is childlike faith. Right. Whatever that the world is doing, that's the counterfeit of yeah. childlike faith.
1: Yeah. Well, you were talking about the season that we're in. I remember I was re-listening to our episode and we were, you were saying, what is Christmas actually about? And then you look around and you see what people think Christmas is actually about. The going, the doing, the gifts, this, that when in reality if we have the opportunity to slow down and actually talk about what this season is is supposed to be like calm peace mm-hmm. solitude being not running and doing and materialistic things that's when we can be still that's when we can we can remind ourselves as adults of what childlike faith is and we can Actively do things with our children so they know what the season is actually about. So they don't grow up thinking that this season is about doing all the things and having to spend all this money and goodness knows what else. Mm -hmm. But we have that opportunity right now. And even what you were just saying about how God woke you up this week and you were asking, What do you want me to know? Mm -hmm. And we think maybe you just need to be still and listen. Mm and sit Mm -hmm. with it. And I think there are seasons for a reason. Like we talk about the, like the, sorry, the weather is like the different weather, like this time of year. I mean, granted, depending on where you're, where you live is supposed to be a slower season. Like our bodies do different things during different seasons of the year. They feel Mm -hmm. better doing certain things in one season and then you need to slow down in other ones. And so having this reminder of first and foremost, what the Christmas season actually is even about, what it actually even means and slowing down and looking at the pace at which it was lived mm-hmm. originally when Jesus mm-hmm. was born. And mm-hmm. we're doing the opposite of that. Like our society is literally doing the opposite of that. And we have the opportunity to sit and talk to our kids about what it actually means and bring meaningful Traditions and conversations into our homes and mm-hmm. remind ourselves as adults of what that is. Because I think obviously having children humbles you in so many ways. But then when you start doing things with your children, especially around this time of year and creating meaningful traditions, that's when we get to see the childlike joy. That's when mm-hmm. we get to see the childlike faith. And I think mm-hmm. that can be really eye opening for us. And, rem- and a huge reminder of this is what it's actually all about. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I think we have to remember that we, we can do all the things, but it's not about the doing it's about the being, yeah. you know, so whatever we do, it will be done in vain if we're not Mm -hmm. keeping the main things, the main things. Yeah. And so it, this, it's not like we're, we're hating on all the holiday things, have the parties, have the, do the things, do the fun things, the lights, the, like do all of those things, but we just have to remember what we're really doing. Yeah. And that is being children of God. That's the main thing.
1: Yeah. And we can, like you said, it's not us saying, don't go do all these things. It's saying, just remember (laughs) you're Mm -hmm. a child of God. These meaningful traditions can include Christmas lights and can include spending time with family or friends and holiday parties. Yeah. But make the main thing, the main thing at home. And then you know about it, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think I just, I really, It's funny that it's like, you know, things, but then all of a sudden something happens and you're like, Oh wait, I think I didn't realize that I was not the way that I wanted to do it. Or it wasn't like, that's not what I intended or, or whatever. And I think that it's so cool that at any moment, like we can just like, stop doing something (laughs) and start doing something else, Yeah, you know, and I just, it's, and I, I mean, I, I kept thinking about all this other stuff and I'm, and I was thinking like, Jesus literally came to this world as a baby. Yes. Like, okay. God can do whatever he wants. He can do whatever. He could have made Jesus come as a 30 year old man. He could have been like, let's wrap this up. All right like we could let's get this done yeah but the but the way that it happened was so purposeful and so intentional and think about what it meant that jesus came as a baby as a child the most vulnerable people on earth like you want to talk about childlike humility childlike faith You know, last week we talked about like looking to Jesus to how we should, obviously we never could be like, you know, Jesus, he was perfect and we're not, but just looking as a, as a guideline of like how we should live, how we should love the pace we should go at, what should be, you know, meaningful, all of those things. He literally came to this earth as a baby.
1: Most innocent,
0: pure, childlike. Think about how it's just wild to think about that. God could have done anything that mm-hmm. He wanted. God can do anything that He wants, and that's the way that He chose for Jesus to come to this yeah. earth. And the way like, in which what does that chose. teach us? Yeah, what does that mm-hmm. teach us? And that's my favorite question now is, God, what do you want me to know about this? Yeah. You know, when the Holy Spirit brings these things to my mind, I don't ever want to just, you know, brush it off like, oh, that's silly or whatever. I, God woke me up and then I was like, you have my attention. I'm -hmm. listening. I'm not distracted. Yeah. I'm not distracted. And so then everything, I was like, okay, I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking about, you know, childhood. And I'm thinking about being a good steward of childhood. And I'm thinking about how the world is trying to, like, take and corrupt childhood. And that's so oh, disturbing yeah. to me, you know? Yeah. And so I'm like, no, childhood belongs To childhood, like keep it childhood the way that God intended.
1: Yeah. Well, I feel like that that's a whole nother conversation with the corruption of childhood. We could go on and on and on about that. Yeah. And I think reframing like our whole conversation, what we're having, the conversation we're having tonight, just reframing how we think about things and what we're bringing into our children's lives, and what it actually means—not the counterfeit versions, what it actually means—that's doing the opposite of what the devil would love for us to do. Because if the rest of the world's doing it, then yeah. that means we should do it in his eyes. So, yeah. if we're doing something different, we're we're re- it's like we're redeeming what childhood faith. And childhood joy and childhood wonder is actually supposed to be. Do you know what I mean by doing this ourselves, bringing it into our family culture, having these conversations with our children, our families, our friends? Yeah, redeeming it. It's it's restoring it.
0: Yeah. I keep thinking of the word preserve. You know, when we talked about childhood a few yes. episodes ago, that's what yeah. I kept thinking about, like preserving childhood. And that's, that's the same thing I'm thinking of right now. Like preserving what this season means, yeah. preserving Christmas, preserving Advent, mm. preserving the, the meaning and the, the sacredness. And it's, it's such an important time and it's like all of creation Weights, and like our heart posture should be like a child. Yeah, you know. Well, I, I'm trying to
1: remember what I said to you before we started recording. We were talking about preserving things. It's kind of like because we're doing the opposite of that, we're we're not actually preserving it. it it's it's confusing because on the last episode we talked about how we don't do Santa with our children and why we don't, because it's technically lying to our children. But I just think about if so many people in our society are framing what childhood joy and wonder and faith is supposed to be, or not really, not including faith, because a lot of people don't. But then they're saying, like it's all about these things. But then once your children are a certain age, then they're like, just kidding. It's not all about these things. So then children are left wondering, okay, what is Christmas actually about? Are we even going to have that conversation? How confusing that is for children. And so, yeah, I mean, I feel like that opens up an entirely different conversation about, well, why did you tell me this is what it was? And like people, people say, Well, if you, if, if you don't do Santa with your kids, then you're like taking away their innocence. You're taking away the childlike wonder, the magic. And it's like, but that's not, that's not true because what, what you're saying is that lying to our kids is allowing them to stay pure and innocent and childlike. And it's not that it's kind of doing the opposite because then once they reach a certain age, they have no idea what Christmas actually means and why we celebrate it. Because it was yeah, all a lie. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, that it's upsetting to me that yeah. childhood is attached to that stuff, to things. Yeah. To to, you know, Santa and all all of that stuff. Like that's what it means to be a child. And I'm like, no, it's not. Mm-mm. No, it's not. Because then you know, kids grow up and then they're they're seeking this feeling that they had as children, but that feeling is, was false. It was not true. It was a charade. And so that's why when I'm like, let's preserve childhood, let's cut the nonsense Mm -hmm. and think about the, the sacredness of what childhood actually is of what bringing a child into this world is about Advent, about the past, the fact that they waited forever for Jesus to come, the fact Mm -hmm. that Jesus came and he died for us and he rose and like, we get to be in heaven. Like, think of like, there's nothing, there is nothing that can top that. There's nothing. No made up story, no tradition, Mm -hmm. no party, no silliness, no, nothing can top that. Yeah. So when we're saying preserve, I'm like, let's, let's cut the nonsense and let's talk about the seriousness. And it's a cycle. So when you do all the, you know, things that the world says makes you ch- a child yes. and all that, then they yes. become adults and then they do that with their kids. Cause they're trying to fill this, god-sized hole that can only be filled by the truth
1: by the truth
0: and so that's really what it's about yeah i hope
1: that people understand and like are hearing what we're saying coming from our hearts because i know that sometimes like I think we said this recently, like it it can seem like what we're talking about is very controversial and it's not our intention in any way. It's just, I feel like, I feel like I have to, we have to talk about these things because I grew up with the opposite of what we're talking about. And it was so confusing to me and I want to do better for our kids and have these conversations, these meaningful conversations with them. Yeah. And so, I hope people can hear our hearts when we're talking about the things that we are.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This, um, all, all of this happened. And then a day later, one of my children decides to be baptized. Mm -hmm. And when we were talking, we were talking about, you know, what it means and it was his decision. And I was like, you know, I don't want you to do this because you think I want you to do it. I don't want you to do it because you think daddy wants you to do it. Like this is a big deal. And, and he knew all that. And we were reading in the Bible about when Jesus was baptized and all of that stuff. And when we were having these conversations, he was like, when I go in the water and then when I come back up, it's like, God is saying, you are my child and so I don't think it's a coincidence that all of this stuff happened to me in the middle of the night and my mind, like the Lord was getting my mind and my heart ready for that. And he's just reminding me like, like, that's it. That's it. Like we are all a child of God, all of us. All of us, and it's it was not... like he was telling you yeah. that, and then he showed you literally, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's just it's wild to me, like how God just cares, like it, He's so He purposefully loves us, yeah. And he purposely speaks to us and prepares our hearts and calls us to repentance and helps us change things that we don't want to do anymore. And he guides us on new paths of things that maybe haven't been done before that we're doing for the first time for our families or whatever the case might be. Like God cares about the details of your family of your marriage, of your kids. And it's just beautiful. And it's humbling. Yeah. It is so humbling to think about. It is. And I also
1: think that when these things happen in our lives, whatever it may be, when we're, we sit back and we realize, wow, look at what, has happened because God decided it was going to happen. Look at where we are now. Look at where we've come from. Look at the times where we felt like it was difficult and we weren't going to get through it. We had no idea how we were going to get through it. And then you sit back and you just, it like, I never want to get over that. Yeah. It's just, it's all, it's truly just like in awe. Mm -hmm. And there was one other thing that I wanted to say tonight because you reminded me of it today, just like God's grace for us Mm -hmm. and how incredible that is. Because like I was just saying, if you sit and you look back at all the things that you've gone through, even when you were super distracted, didn't have a relationship with God, wherever you were in your life, he was right there and he still loved you. When you made Mm -hmm. mistakes, when you were turning away, when you were doing whatever. And so when you sit back and really, really zoom out and look at that and think about that, that is, that restores your faith. Yeah. And then things continue to happen. And even when you go through hard, hard times, hardships, whatever it is, there's always something on the other side, Mm -hmm. like reasons why it's happening why it happened, mm-hmm. what God wanted you to know about it and that you are capable. You are loved. You are worthy because you are a child of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I Like I want everybody to feel that, you know? Yeah.
0: yeah. So that's where we're at. <laughs> that's where we
1: are currently.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think but, Advent is such a it's such a good time to just remember this
1: mm-hmm. and
0: just ponder about what this means and just be still and be quiet and be intentional about just how um, just what it means to be a child of God. Truly.
1: Yeah. Be still and reflective. Yeah. Well, I think that was all the things that we wanted to talk about. Yeah. If not, we'll be back next week to (laughs) to tell you more. (laughs) Yeah. All right, guys. We will be back next week. Bye, y'all. Bye.